Thanks for listening to this OCRFM podcast. Head to ocrfm.org.au to find more great content and information about how to donate and support this community radio station. Lollipop, lollipop, ooh, lollipop, lollipop, Good afternoon, delight, and welcome to the show that is sugary spiciness and everything niceness on your radio, which is OCRFM 98.3 across Colacan District, 88.7 FM along the coast, and streaming online at ocrfm.org.au. How's it going, Max? Yeah, I'm good. Yeah, good. Yeah. Holiday mode, all in full swing. Uh-huh. <laughs> it, it feels like our first day of summer today. The, the sun yeah. is actually out with heat in it. Uh-huh. You've been doing anything to uh, enjoy the warmer weather? Uh, or avoiding it like yeah. me? <laughs> <laughs> Sitting in front of the fan. Yeah. <laughs> I know, it hits all of a sudden. And then you're like, Whoa, what do I do now? Yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately, my air conditioner died uh, at the end of last year and I haven't been able to get it replaced yet. Um, I'm hoping that happens soon. <laughs> I'm, I'm sitting in front of fans and, uh, yeah, trying to keep cool. Because <laughs> I don't do well in hot weather. Neither. No. Nah. I'm definitely winter, you can put more clothes on, kind of person. But let's uh, jump straight into today's afternoon delight. It's going to be a big one, as always. But uh, we're in the final realm of the yum box, I believe. Yep. So let's find out what's in there. <laughs> Our final Italian snacks from the Yum Box. Uh-huh. What have we got in there today, Max? We've got the Yum Bag and we've got fizzy lemon candies. Ah, so they're all going to be kind of little chewy candy sort of things because the Yum Box often has uh, variations of the little bonbon style uh-huh. lollies. And tri- tiramisu. <laughs> tiramisu? Yeah. Tiramisu, right, oh, yeah. Cream milk chocolate ball. Okay, so tiramisu is a, a coffee-flavoured treat. <laughs> right, oh, uh, what do you want to do first? Get the coffee taste out of my mouth and finish with something sugary or vice yeah, versa? Okay. okay, thank goodness for that. <laughs> I, d- I don't think I would do well with tiramisu. Um, so tiramisu cream milk chocolate ball, similar look to maybe a lint ball. Yep. That style of the uh, the wrapping. Uh, it says, Every modern Italian restaurant serves tiramisu, but in the early 1960s, it was only served by one. That was La Becciere in Treviso. According to legend, the owner, Adel Campiol, was recovering from childbirth when she asked the pastry chef to wick up, whip up sorry, a quick pick-me-up. Try saying that ten times fast. <laughs> <laughs> so he combined ladyfingers which are kind of cake, uh, mascarpone cheese and cocoa powder, 
creating tiramisu, which literally translates as pick-me-up. The flavour combination became an overnight icon, which you'll get the taste of this luxurious chocolate filled with coffee-infused cocoa cream. That's interesting. Ladyfinger um, biscuits, I wouldn't have thought, had a coffee taste to them, but where in the mascarpone cheese and cocoa powder do you get the um, the coffee flavour of tiramisu? Mm. Mm. Intriguing. So, describe what you got there in your hand. There, it's just a chocolate ball, two halves stuck together. Yep. Okay. Yeah, completely solid by feel. Mm-hmm. Totally spherical. <laughs> you can break it in half. And then just by squeezing. Oh, it. just by squeezing it. Okay. So it's yeah, chocolate shell on the outside, and the creamy centre. Yeah, definitely got that coffee taste to it. Mhm. <laughs> Which you're a fan of. Yeah. <laughs> I am not. Um, what's your thoughts then as a coffee fan? It's good. <laughs> I'm liking the fact that the the milk chocolate taste kind of washes away the <laughs> the coffee, but I can still taste it. It's not too strong, and it? it's not too weak. Yeah, probably for you it might be. For me, coffee, even in its weakest form, <laughs> is very potent. But uh, it's tolerable. I guess I could. Enjoy one or two of those. Yeah. But what's your thoughts on the tiramisu cream milk chocolate ball then? Two thumbs up. Two thumbs up. Um, Serini. I believe we've had Serini on the show before. That's the the brand that manufactures those chocolate balls. Yeah. Okay, then let's uh, finish up then with the yum bag, you said. Mm-hmm. So we've got... Seltz soda in a hard candy candy form or the Taralini. So if you got you got oh the Seltz, so we've both got the same thing. Yep. Okay, so the Seltz it's like Sprite apparently in the hard candy form. So Italians are very much the fizz whizzers. At restaurants in Italy, every table gets a bottle of fizzy water, which they pronounce as aqua fizzante. Um You'd have to specifically ask for non-fizzante to get regular tap water. In local markets, shelves overflow with an endless variety of seltzer flavours, not to mention all the soft drinks like lemon gozaza and orange aranciata. And there's also prosciutto, of course. But considering the local fizz fascination, this fizzy lemon candy makes a lot of sense. Apparently it will make you feel super bubbly. So it comes in a little plastic package. Mm-hmm. Looks almost lozenge-like. Mm-hmm. Kind of cough lolly. Yeah. And almost mm-hmm. transparent. Or translucent at least. Can't quite mm-hmm. see through it. It's a very, very pale yellowy-white colour. Mm-hmm. Max is giving it the sniff test. <laughs> Does it smell effervescent? <laughs> sort of. Kind of lemony? Does it give you the fizz? That's the question. So, down the hatch, let me know what you're thinking. Does it bubble away or uh, snap, crackle, pop in your mouth? It's kind of like lukewarm lemonade on the 
outside. Mm. I'm not getting a fizz yet, but I may break a tooth trying to snap it in half to... Mm. I'm assuming it's going to be the centre. It's made of sugar, glucose, syrup, citric acid, tartaric acid, sodium bicarbonate. So it's going to have a, a fizzy centre, methinks. Oh, okay. I've managed to bite it in half. Yep, there's a fizz. So in the centre, there's the the powders that, when their powers combine, <laughs> that's very fizzy. What are you thinking? It's good. Mm. Very refreshing, actually. Gives the mouth a good uh, lemony fresh cleanse. <laughs> Get rid of that horrible tiramisu flavour. Um, what are you thinking of the Seltz Soda Lemon Candy? Um, I'm going to do one thumb up. One thumb up for that one? Yeah. Okie dokie. Well, I believe... Don't know where it is. Uh, we have the last of the trivia from Italy in the Unbox to finish off. Mm -hmm. um, I failed dismally last week. I don't think I got one out of four. <laughs> Let's see if I can improve this week. How much money is tossed into the Trevi fountain in Rome every year? A ten thousand. B, 500,000. C, 1 million. D, 10 million. See, that's a, it's going to be a lot of money no matter what. It seems like... Uh, I'll play the field and say B. Wrong. Wrong. Uh. It was 1 million. 1 million. There you go. That's still a lot. <laughs> To dye robes purple, ancient Romans used to use which of the following? A. Mouldy eggs. Ugh. B. Wet dirt. C. Sea snails. D. Red wine. Let's see, red wine seems to be the most logical dye. To dye robes purple. Mm -hmm. What was the second one? Sand. Dirt. D, um, B is wet dirt. Wet dirt. Depends what's in the dirt as to whether it would make it purple, though. Yeah. Um, snails, I don't think, would stain something purple. I'll say red wine. No. No. Wet dirt. Wet... Ah, oh, come on. <laughs> it's got to be something in the dirt to make it purple. Yeah. That sucks. I was so close. Mm-hmm. Yep. Only one of the following actually came from Italy. Which is it? A. Spaghetti and meatballs. B. Mozzarella. C. Chicken parmesan. D. Pepperoni. Ooh. All of my very famous Italian dishes. I think mozzarella is named after... An Italian town, so I'll say mozzarella. You are correct. Yes! <laughs> Thank goodness for that. <laughs> Spaghetti and meatballs, chicken parmesan, and, chick and pepperoni uh, were all invented by Italian Americans. 
Ah, right. Not strictly Italian then. Yeah. It's very common for Italians to something until their thirties. Mm. A live with with their parents. B remain single. C exclu- exclusively drive scooters. D remain in school. Mm. Now, see, I have Italian friends that I'm thinking I'm swaying towards A because that's a bit of a myth slash legend. But I was wondering if it's then A and B together. (laughs) Uh, I'll say A, that they live with their parents until their 30s before they make their way into the world. You are correct. Yes. That's another one. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you to Gabrielle Rossi for uh, (laughs) your uh, help with that one. (laughs) I don't know the thoughts behind it, other than um, they're quite a familial um, ethnicity. They're, they're well known for um, family is very, very important. Family and food are very important in Italian households. Mm-hmm. So there you go. Well, that is the end of uh, this yum box. We don't get any clues for the next one, do we? No. They're hiding away on us now. But uh, we'll take a quick break before we bust into this week's topic of Mars bars. So uh, stick around here on Afternoon Delight. We'll be right back. Hello, baby. Hello, I'm Brian James. And if you like your music from today and back several decades with a little nostalgia thrown in, then join me right here on your station for three hours of my kind of music. It's a, a little different. Oh, baby, you know what I like. Kids Kingdom, come for a play or stay all day. Enjoy coffee and a sweet treat or lunch from our full on-site cafe menu. Book a party in one of our three colourful party rooms. Inquire today, 52315633. Kids Kingdom, proud sponsor of Afternoon Delight on OCR FM. There's line dancing in Campertown starting Wednesday 13th of January 2021. There'll be six weeks of beginners lessons in line dancing on Wednesday evenings from 6.30pm at the Community Stadium, 2 Fuller Street, Camperdown. Phone Magella 0429358441 or Nicole 0437244275 for details. Magella is a proud sponsor of OCRFM. Let Talking Vision be your national radio reference on blindness and low vision. 4pm Mondays, thanks to Vision Australia Radio. You're listening to OCRFM. Your home of music variety. My name is Mitchell and you're listening to OCRFM.
is time and afternoon delight to talk Mars bars. Max, uh-huh. what do you know about Mars bars? It's one of my favourite <laughs> chocolates. Of the ever. <laughs> Why is it your favourite, do you think? Uh, like the chocolate and the caramel. Mm, so yeah. It's a pretty good mix. Uh-huh. Um, depends where you come from as to whether you call them a Mars or a Mars bar, apparently. I've always said Mars bar. Yeah, same. But apparently some people say Mars without the bar bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, they were first manufactured back in 1932 by Forrest Mars, who was the son of the American um, candy maker Frank Mars. So if you've ever heard of M&M's, perhaps, you might have heard of Mars and Mars. Yeah. Anyway, so uh, his son Forrest rented a factory in Slough, staffed it with 12 people and began manufacturing a chocolate bar that had nougat and caramel covered in milk chocolate. It was originally advertised as using Cadbury's Coverture chocolate um, on top. It was modelled after his father's Milky Way bar, which was already quite popular in the US. The bar and the proportions of the main component have changed over the years with minor variations, except for the US bar. Um, the rest of the world is packaged in a black wrapper with a red gold edge lettering on the outside. The US Mars bar, little bit different. Americans do seem to like to change things up a bit. <laughs> but uh, in 2002, the Mars bar was reformulated and its logo was updated with a more cursive appearance around the rest of the world, except for us here in Australia. We've still got the original Mars font on our Mars bars, but if you were to buy a Mars bar in England, for example, the font is curvier. It's kind of rounder. Mm-hmm. Um, so ours is still the pre-2002 logo, I guess. The bubbly logo. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the, the real logo. Uh, The nougat was made lighter, the chocolate became thinner, and the overall weight of the bar was reduced slightly, and the price increased. Hmm. (laughs) Shifty, shifty. The slogan became pleasure you can't measure, uh, intended to appeal more to women and youths. However, um, back in the day, it was always a Mars a day helps you work, rest, and play. So, hmm. What the hey? Um, in the United States, uh, as we said, the bar differs slightly. It was discontinued in 2002, replaced with a slightly different Snickers bar that featured nougat, almond and milk chocolate coating, but um, then they added caramel to it to make it more marzy. Yep. There's various sizes. The miniature bar, called the Mars Fun Size, um, and there's a snack time bar that's a little bit larger. They have the multi-pack, the regular size, and a king-size Mars bar. So uh, there's plenty of different variations out there. From time to time, they have special flavours. We've had variations of Mars bar on the show before. Um, Mars almond, dark and light, the Mars eggs that come out at Easter time, which will probably be on the shelves round about now. <laughs> Uh, Mars Midnight was white inside the Mars bar, but covered in dark chocolate. Mm -hmm. Something a bit different. Canada had the Mars Maple bar. In Australia, we had the Mars Rocks, which were choc malt nougat with caramel and milk chocolate crispies, kind of, that um, 
were on the shelves from about 2007. And then we have the Mars flavouring, which is added to various things like caramel sundaes and that sort of thing. Um, previously, there's been Mars Honeycomb in January 2013, which was a standard Mars bar, but instead of nougat, it was honeycomb flavoured. And Mars Vanilla, same deal. Instead of the nougat, it's vanilla-flavoured yeah. nougat. Yep. Um, there's some other spin-off products from time to time, such as Pods, which are like an inside-out Mars bar with a crispy shell. And... I was saying before about the slogans, uh, Mars a day helps you work, rest and play. That is one of a handful. I didn't realise how many Mars slogans there had been over the years. Can you think of any? Mm, Mars your day, work, rest and play. No, none of those? No. There's been um, uh, Earth, what you'd eat if you lived on Mars. (laughs) That was the (laughs) the New Zealand slogan. Mars bar, out of this world. Uh, Another way to make your day. I think they should just stick with one slogan and run with it, to be honest. Have you ever had a deep-fried Mars bar before? Yes. <laughs> Your thoughts? Good. Good stuff? Yeah. So it's coated with batter, deep-fried. Um, dates back to 1995. It's not endorsed by Mars, but uh, it's certainly different. It's yum. <laughs> um Yeah, I, th- I think the last time we did Mars on this show, we had a deep-fried Mars bar. I, wonder if we could sneak and do it I might well I didn't think to organize that in advance anyway um, there has been custom packaging for uh, the Mars bar from time to time in 2006 until the end of the FIFA World Cup um, the originals Mars bar had believe written on it and that was to indicate support for their national football team Advertising in other nations of the UK was tailored to reflect their own teams, Um, although in Scotland, the Believe packaging was still used. Um, There was apparently an announcement that Tasmanian government had secured a major sponsor for the AFL and will temporarily change the name from um, from Mars to Believe here as well, but I haven't seen that happen. Uh, they were rebranded Hop in Switzerland during the Euro Cup. Apparently that's uh, another football slogan thing. And in the 2010 FIFA World Cup, the background of the UK Mars packaging became the St George Cross. Again, football tie-in. So means nothing to me. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, that's the basics when it comes to Mars bars. Um, if you've got any fun facts and figures you'd like to share on the show today, feel free to do so by heading to the Afternoon Delight Facebook page, or you can text in on 0439 329 713. That is 0439 329 713. Um, we'll be back after this short break with more Mars. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, strap yourselves in for this week's great confectionery debate as we pit two similar lollies against each other to decide an overall champion. It is time for us to go head-to-head here on Afternoon Delight's Mars Bar Special. So, we have two different types of Mars. 
Um, the the regular, if you want to call it that, the legendary mm. taste that is the Mars bar, your favourite, soft nougat, creamy caramel, thick mu- milk chocolate on the outside, and the uh, the slogan on the side of the pack there, Max says, work, rest, play. Mm-hmm. Okay, so this um, Mars bar is kind of your run of the mill regular black packaging. It's got the red and gold writing as we spoke about. Then, at the moment on the shelves is a limited edition 200% caramel Mars bar. So, it's caramel topped with more caramel wrapped in milk chocolate. <laughs> so, instead of the nougat, it's caramel. <laughs> uh, we can't see the Mars slogan on there of work, rest, play anywhere. But uh, what else is different about the packaging of the 200% caramel? Uh, it's not all black. There's like splodges of caramel. Around the outside, yeah. yeah. <coughs> so, what do you want to start with? The tried and true and then get caramelier or <laughs> the other way around? Yeah. Yep, start with the start with the regular Mars bar. Yep. Okay, okay. So down the hatch then, talk us through what you got in your hand. Uh, it's just the normal chocolate Mars bar. <laughs> About five centimetres long or so. We've got kind of the... It's not the fun size, it's that in betweeny size one. <laughs> Max has got the magic measuring stick out. It's about six and a half centimetres. Oh, there you go. Plenty of Mars bar to go around. Now, the good thing about Mars bars, they're... Kind of accessible chocolate for young mouths. Similar to the Milky Way, it's soft. Mm-hmm. Not that you should be feeding lots and lots of sugar and chocolate to your kids, but it's not going to hurt their mouths trying to bite down and chew on this sort of stuff. It, it's the soft nougat that yeah gets you through. So it's about two-thirds nougat and a third caramel then slathered in chocolate. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's your thoughts as you munch down on that? It's good. <laughs> good stuff? Yep. The um, the Mars bar chocolate to me always has a very sharp, sugary taste to it. And I'm not sure if it's because of the caramel or not. Mm. But, um, yeah, the nougat kind of melts into the caramel, melts into the chocolate, etc., etc. Yeah. So I agree with you. Good. <laughs> <laughs> What's your favourite thing to do Mars bar-wise? Eat it. Just chop and chew? Mm-hmm. Have you chopped them up in desserts or anything like that before? Oh, I don't think so. Don't think so? don't know. They can be versatile. Some of the different recipes out there for cheesecakes and slices and stuff. Mm-hmm. Okay, then. Well, let's move on to uh, round two. The 200% caramel. Anything you notice different about this Mars bar? Uh, looks smaller, thinner. Yeah, kind of flatter. Yeah. Um, and I think that would be because the nougat is very airy. The caramel, having not bitten into it yet, I don't know whether it's kind of, it's, I'm assuming it's going to be soft caramel, but um, it, less dense, no, more dense, sorry takes up less room. Oh, it's kind of ooey-gooey, runny caramel. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of caramel. 
That's basically a chocolate bar that is just... It's like a giant caramello koala. Mm, I was about to say that. <laughs> Which unfortunately makes it very, very, very chewy. <laughs> and hard to talk on the radio at the same time. Yeah. At least it's not toffee. Yes. <laughs> That's the thing. The, um, the chocolate bars can be... Uh, when it comes to caramel... Sometimes they make it almost solid block. Mm. Like toffee, yeah. What's your thoughts comparing the two? This one's a lot more chewy. Mmm. <laughs> and without the nougat, is it as good or is it better or worse? If the normal, um, the normal Mars bar had this much caramel, it would be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> so... Nougat, double layer of caramel, then the chocolate. Okay. Yep. So <laughs> place in one to one. Which do you prefer? Um, I don't know. <laughs> Hard. It's like picking a favourite child. <laughs> I'd say an original Mars bar. Yep. Yeah. Better than the the extra caramel Mars. Mm. Okay, then, well, uh, we'll pop that up as a vote on the Afternoon Delight Facebook page. And you can uh, add to the vote yourself if you like. Feel free to text as well, 0439 329 We'll be back after this with the sweetest tune. <laughs> It is time on Afternoon Delight for our sweetest tune. Uh, we were going to go with Life on Mars originally by uh, David Bowie, which is quite a famous one. But uh, instead of the song being about Mars, uh, what did you choose instead, Max? Bruno Mars. Bruno Mars, yeah. So we've flipped it. It's the artist instead <laughs> who has Mars in his name. And uh, he himself, quite a famous um uh, singer, but that's not his real name, did you know? Oh. Yeah, his real name is Peter Hernandez. Mm. Mm. Um, but he's known professionally as Bruno Mars, that's his stage name. A lot of um, famous singers have stage name. We played Alicia Moore for a month uh, last last year for our Pink Up Colac campaign, mm -hmm. because that's Pink's real name. <laughs> she wasn't born Pink, funnily enough. But he's got lots and lots of uh, songs to his credit. Nothing on You, Billionaire, Just The Way You Are, uh, Locked Out of Heaven, Grenade, Lazy Song, all those sorts of things. Any in particular that float your boat? I don't know. I don't know. Well, we'll go with um, probably the one that uh, made him famous um, in his early music career. He'd tour around doing... Um, uh, reggae, hip-hop and R&B shows. He did some uh, Michael Jackson uh, what do you call those shows where they're doing all their songs? I can't think what it's called. Uh, anyway, um, he did that originally just to start off with and then uh, launched his career with this little ditty called Just The Way You Are. So this is our sweetest tune on Afternoon Delight.
That is our sweetest tune for this week, Bruno Mars with Just The Way You Are. Uh, his you. debut single from his debut album back in 2010. Yeah. But uh, he's gone on, he's written collaboratively with a number of different musicians over the years. You often don't realise he's written a certain song that someone else has sung. Yeah. That, uh, yeah, that, that's, uh, that's his first, that was released digitally back in the day <laughs> as the lead single. They didn't, you know, launch CD singles anymore back in the 2010s. Uh, <laughs> I'm so old. Um, we're fast running out of show here on Afternoon Delight. We'll take a quick break. We'll be back to share a recipe with you. So stick around for more Mars Bars. <laughs> It is time and afternoon delight to share a Mars bar recipe with you. What do we promise we'd teach people how to do, Max? Deep fried Mars bars. Okay, so what do we need? You need two Mars bars, half a cup of plain flour, ten tablespoons of water, a one pinch of salt, one cup of veg- vegetable oil for frying. Sounds reasonably easy. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Mix together a batter mixture with uh, flour, water and salt. Mixer should be runny with no bubbles or lumps. Place in a small saucepan on the stove and pour in enough oil to just cover the Mars bars. Heat at a low temperature Drop in a little pinch of batter. If the batter rises, bubbles and browns, it is ready. Using tongs, dip the Mars bars into the batter mix, covering the entire bar. Place in the saucepan and shallow fry for one minute or until crunchy and golden. Remove and place on a plate with paper towel so excess oil can be soaked up. And that is it. Yeah. You could quite easily um, uh, serve that up with, you know, ice cream. <laughs> yeah. Or whipped cream and strawberries. Make it a very decadent dessert indeed. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, you were saying before, you just like the fact, crunchy on the outside. Mm in the middle. Yep. And reasonably simple recipe. Like, um, if people are, I know, you know, fire season and stuff at the moment, but uh, if you're out camping, you could technically make a campfire version of that. Yeah. Reasonably simple enough to do. So that is our recipe for this week, deep fried Mars bars. If you head to the Afternoon Delight Facebook page, you will see them there and you can uh, have a go at that yourself. That's also where you can like, comment, or uh, suggest topics for Afternoon Delight. Um, last week on the show, we were looking at Ferrero Rochers and the Ferrero Collection in particular, all the different types of Ferreros. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not just Ferrero Rocher. They have the uh, Ferrero Noir and the Raffaello, the coconut white chocolate one. But uh, it did seem like people were in love with just the 
original Ferrero. They didn't like to branch out too much mm-hmm. <laughs> with these foreign Ferreros. Mm-hmm. But uh, up on the Facebook page today, we're asking the big question, what is your favourite Mars bar flavour? I was a big fan of the honeycomb one when it was a thing. Um, <laughs> it was, yeah, honey, honey-flavoured honey nougat. But uh, this caramel one's not too bad. It's very, very rich, very sugary. Um, yeah, as I said, it's got a bit of bite to it. Mm-hmm quite sharp but uh we're almost out of show max <laughs> the time has come yet again let's take the quickest of quick breaks we'll be back to wrap up the show by unwrapping the kinder surprise right after this It is time and afternoon delight to open up this week's Kinder Surprise. They have they changed the wrapping again? No. No. Just fine with it. Okay. <laughs> I just never noticed it that um, separate before with the outer, outer layer of foil. Okay, Max has peeled off the chocolate down to the little capsule thingity. And what have we got inside, Max? Lots of pieces. <laughs> Lots of pieces. Lots of yellow plastic pieces. Mm-hmm. What are you predicting? It's a parrot or something. Some type of bird. Lots of moving bits. Mm-hmm. So he's connecting the feet to, I'm assuming, the body <laughs> at the base there. He's gone straight for the instructions because there's about half a dozen parts, which is uh, more than we can take here at Afternoon <laughs> Delight. It becomes more like a jigsaw puzzle. Okay, so tail on the back there. Oh wow, it really is quite intricate. It's got separate wing parts, tail, all connected in the centre. I'm thinking by the way that they're connecting together that you might be able to press down when it's finished and the wings might flap. That's my prediction. Max is having a bit of trouble working out which side (laughs) to put the wing on. What's the main hurdle there, Max? It's just not going in. Okay, it's got an underneath the tail part. Or connecting to. Looks like it's got little tabs on the side there. That looks like the wing will be facing backwards, though. Yeah. Is it a 360 flip to try and make it fit? Ah, there we go. He's got one wing on. Try again... Ah, are they just holding there? So he's now balancing both the wings on the outside, placing the outer case, or the outer body, I guess you'd call it. We now have a little yellow parrot where you can flap the wings by pushing the tail. Mm-hmm. There you go. Does it tell you what sort of parrot it is? No, it doesn't. It doesn't? Is it part of a set or a one-off? It's the uh, um, Natoons. Another Natoon. Yeah. There you go. 
<laughs> well, that is the end of our Mars Bar edition of Afternoon Delight. As always, if you want to get in contact with the show, you can email us, lolly at ocrfm.org.au or you can head to the Afternoon Delight Facebook page. For now, though, stick around and uh, enjoy Australian music is bloody right. We'll be back next Sunday to do it all again. Mm-hmm. Bye-bye. See ya. Gonna find my baby, gonna hold her tight Gonna grab some afternoon delight My motto's always been when it's right, it's right Why wait until the middle of a cold dark night When everything's a little clear in the light of It's always gonna be there anyway Thinking of you's working up my appetite Looking forward to a little afternoon